0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast, the only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. Happy Friday. And tonight, we are going out, my friends. We are going out to the clubs, to the bars. They are opening again Do you understand the sheer party that is taking place right now because COVID is kind of getting over with? People are feeling safe to come out. I guess 50% of people have had their vaccines. People are starting to toss the masks off. They're taking it less and less seriously. And do you understand what's going to happen in the next few months? Do you guys really wrap your heads around this? This is one of those once in a lifetime opportunities were girls who have been lonely for the past year. I mean, it's been a year. Do you remember? It was last March when we all went into lockdown and now we're starting to come out. Everybody just wants to party. Everybody wants to have a good time. And I'm telling you, man, these girls are ready to go. They are rearing to, I hate to say it, but they're rearing to get laid, my friend. They are rearing to get some dick and they're getting it from you. So what are you doing to prepare yourself? Are you just listening to podcasts and hoping You just run into a girl. Are you really doing what it takes to get this part of your life settled once and for all? If you're interested in jumping into my three-month coaching program, which will line you up perfectly to come out of the chute like a world-class racehorse, shooting down the final stretch like a goddamn champion so you can get all those girls who are just, oh my God, it's gonna be so easy. Like last weekend, like I told you guys, we went out to the casinos up in Blackhawk and I was talking to all kinds of girls and I just had... Freaking lines of women all around me, talking to me. It was crazy. And the reason is, it's just because people are really excited to get out and party and socialize and mingle. And right now, if you've been putting it off, is the best time to get this part of your life settled, to learn how to attract women effectively, to learn the game, to get the shit corrected in your head. If you've listened to my podcast for any amount of time, you know what I do. I do NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming in conjunction with the tactical aspects of approaching women so we can teach you all the rules of attraction, all the things to do, how to approach, how to get her number, how to get her attracted, how to text her first date, how to make her fall in love with you, how to maintain a healthy long-term relationship. And then at the same time, in conjunction with that, we are fixing the bullshit in your head so if you want to get on a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me, sign up on my website, coachmarksing.com, click on coaching, fill the goddamn slap in the biscuit, and you and I will get on that one-on-one free consultation together. And one of the things that I do is I identify a lot of the issues that many guys don't even know they had. A lot of times they're like, damn, bro, you're like a mind reader over there. And I'm like, yeah, you know. I've been doing this for a long time, so I'm pretty good at what I do. And then I give you a no BS assessment of how long I think it would take you to get to where you want to get with women. And like I always say, I always am honest with my clients. Typically, when I invite a guy to my three-month coaching program, I under-promise and over-deliver. And that's why I have the testimonials that I do because not only what I do works, but also I choose the right clients and I set their expectations low so they can come out of the gate just destroying it, bro. And you would be amazed at the stories that I hear. We have a private Facebook group called The Brotherhood. You have to be a part of the coaching program to be a part of it. And there's elders in there as well as current clients. And people are just saying all the time, like, bro, like this is changing my life. I'm having results with women I've never had before. This is amazing. And it's just such a great community of like-minded champions who are helping you to get to the point that you wanna get to. And that's in addition to everything else that the program includes. So to learn more about that, go to my website. If you wanna talk to me about your problem specifically, I'm gonna be honest with you. And listen, if it's not right for you, if I'm not right for you, if you're not right for me, we're not gonna move forward. But I have a feeling, you know, if you jive with my podcast, you and I will probably jive and I'll probably like you. Most of the time when I meet guys who I get on these calls with, We hit it off really well. We're like two brothers reunited after being separated at birth. And those calls are always a big joy for me. So if you wanna get on there with me, hit me up, fill out the application, and you and I will get on that call together. All right, so this is gonna be a fun one. This is gonna be a pretty simple one. I'm just gonna talk about kind of 10 high value things that I've accumulated over the years of dealing with women, some moves that I've done, some kind of body language things that I do, to look more attractive. And this is what I do naturally now that I am quote unquote an alpha male, a girl magnet. But I also noticed on my ramp up to this point that a lot of high value guys would do these things. And this came because I was just looking at some pictures from the weekend where we were just crushing it out at the casinos. And Marissa came with me and she understands what I do and we have rules in place. But her and I took a picture together and her other friends were there too. And I had my arm around her neck kind of like she's my buddy. And this is the first high value thing that I noticed guys who are really good with women tend to do is instead of like putting their hand around her waist, they kind of drape it over her shoulder and then the arm hangs out in front of her like she's your little buddy, your little sidekick. And I noticed a guy who was really good with women doing that probably like, man, it must have been like 15 years ago. and i just do it naturally and i was looking at that picture and looking at my body language and it just communicates all the right things so that's the first thing if you're walking with a girl and you don't happen to be holding her hand then that's one really cool thing you can do it communicates a lot of high value traits all right the second high value thing to do is to when you get the right signals to grab her hand and hold it so a lot of the times when i would go on first dates with girls. I would always try to make it a point to try to. Now, again, you have to read her because as I always say, the woman is the barometer for your escalations. But I would try to grab her hand and walk her from the car to the restaurant pretty much as soon as I could because it's called breaking the physical ice. And on top of that, I would also hug them when I first saw them. Actually, this is the 11th one. You can hug them. I didn't even write this down. Is whenever I'd go on a date with the girl, pretty much... If I met her in a club or if I met her online or wherever it happened to be, when I first saw her on the date, I would give her a hug because I call that breaking the physical ice. And one little thing I'd say, if I felt she was a little awkward about it, I'd be like, come here, I'm a hug dealer. I'm a hug dealer. Come here, give me a hug. She would give a hug and then boom, we've hugged already. So it breaks the physical ice and the hug is kind of socially acceptable in the beginning. I I hug people all the time. Like when I meet a new girl, I'm like, come over here, give me a hug. It's a really good way to do it. And if I do get a weird vibe from her, I give her what I call the side hug, quote unquote, where it's kind of like you put your hip to her hip and then you put your hand around her shoulder and give her a quick little nestle, just dip her into the nook a little bit and then get rid of her real quick. I do this to grenades, canyon mules, the typical mountain troll. As well as any sea donkeys, those Ohio pigs, uh, the New York rump roasts, I'm going to go ahead and slap on the side hug. But if it's a girl who I'm interested in, I'll do the full frontal hug. And there's actually a way to execute a good hug. I should probably do a podcast that in the future. We'll skip it for now. But I hug them really well. I kind of put energy into them and they can feel that. But feel the vibe first. I think hugging the girl when you first see her, especially on the first date, really, really important. All right, so grabbing your hand, back to that. When you can, and again, women are the barometer for your escalations. If it feels like she's attracted to you, be a man and just grab her hand. Could be a little bit awkward, but you know what? I was thinking about this too. Sometimes there will be awkward instances in your interactions with women. This goes back to the podcast that I dropped on Wednesday, which was about dealing with the bitch shield is she's gonna give some awkwardness, but as long as you're like confident about it and you're cool with it, then her awkwardness is her awkwardness and that's for her to own. As long as you don't buy into it, then it's not awkward, is it? So if you grab her hand and you can feel she's a little awkward, cool, just own it and just go with it because you, you fucking jumped, so you gotta complete the backflip kind of thing, right? Like you can't just grab like let go of her hand and be like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. Now she like yanks it away. You'd be like, whoa apologize for that, thought you were ready. I guess I misread you a little bit there. I'll be more careful next time is probably something I'd say. Because again, we wanna respect her space, but at the same time, we wanna be a man and kind of lead her to the place where she wants to be led. So she's kind of feeling it. You're getting some attraction. And look, she's on the date with you. There's some attraction there. I like to grab the hand. Giving her your jacket is the third one. This is a really high value thing that I've talked about in past episodes where I would take them to like a lookout point, I would be wearing a jacket on purpose. And then I would purposely have it there so that I could give it to her. It's a really high value thing to do. And like, if you think back to high school, to the guys who were jocks, remember they had those Letterman jackets. I think it was called Letterman, Leatherman, Leatherman jacket. Yeah, it's a Leatherman jacket because it's made of leather. We'll just go with that. And they would have their girlfriend wear it. Well, I kind of feel like when a girl is wearing your clothes, it's almost like she's your girl. And I think it does something in her psychology where she feels like your girl. Oh, another thing, God, there's so many things coming out of this. I used to bro, I used to wear this bracelet that was basically, you know those like small balls that are connected that are like at the end of um, of lamps. You pull the lamp and it's those little balls that are connected and it turns the light on. Well, what I would do, oh my God, this is so lame now that I'm thinking about it. This was like in my late 20s. I would go to Home Depot and buy like 100 feet of that shit. And then I would cut it with pliers and I would make this bracelet that wrapped around my wrist twice. And I have skinny wrists, much like a girl does. So it would wrap around my wrist twice and then you get the little connector and I connect it. Well, dude- Every time I would hook up with a girl, I'd take that off and I'd put it on her. So she feels like, oh, I got Mark's bracelet, right? Like in a way, she's kind of my property. I don't like to say that, my property. But you know what I mean? Like she's like my girl now. And I would do that all the time. God, that was pretty gangster, wasn't it? Why did I stop doing that? That was a pretty damn good move. All right, the fourth one. This is probably actually like the sixth one now because I'm tossing it a bunch of bonus ones. But the next one is to nod your head yes while saying no or nod your head no while saying yes. So a lot of times girls will accuse me of being a player. Girls will accuse me of being attracted to them. And I'll say the opposite thing of how my head is nodding. And for some reason, it just does something amazing in the female mind, right? She's like, are you into me? Like, are you attracted to me? I'll nod my head yes. And I'll be like, nope, not at all. Or if a girl would be like, so do you wanna come to the next bar with us? I'd shake my head no and I'd be like, oh yeah, totally. I'm so into that. I really wanna go with you guys as I'm shaking my head no. So it's kind of like mixed signals and it could be considered even push pull. All right, the next one is to look at her with your eyes only. So a lot of times I notice this from not only myself, but guys who are good, not only with women, but actually socially. That sometimes let's say she's kind of sitting over to your right. Instead of moving your head to look at her, you can just move your eyes over and look at her with your eyes. I noticed that's a really high value thing. And also because most of us are taller than women and if you don't happen to be taller, it's okay. Don't feel insecure about it, but I'm 6'2". So most of the time when I'm speaking to women, they're gonna be shorter than me, right? So what I'll do is I'll keep my head kind of flat or I'll keep my chin level. I'll keep my head level. And I'll look at girls just with my eyes only. So look at the difference between that. If you put your chin down to your chest and you look at her, it's almost a little bit lower value than if you keep your head straight and just look at her with your eyes. And I noticed that's a very subtle but powerful body language and eye contact technique that I do naturally. Now, this can look arrogant if your head is cocked back a little bit and you're looking down with your eyes, but if your head is normal and you look down with your eyes, I think it's really powerful. One other thing I would do all the time, and I would kind of do this naturally. And a lot of these things just happen naturally when you get your confidence together. When you are actually dating four girls at one time, you're talking to eight girls, you got girls all over you, you kind of do this stuff naturally. So this is a way to sub-communicate to women that you're high value without actually having to say it. So one of the things I would often do is when the girl was speaking or telling me a story, I would look at her forehead with a confused look on my face, like almost like she has a piece of lint on her forehead or a bird shit on it or something like that. And she's talking and I kind of look at her forehead and I get a confused look on my face and then she'd be like, what? And I'd be like, oh, nothing, continue. And, and then I'd do it again and she'd be like, what? And I'd be like, oh, nothing, continue, right? So it kind of communicates that she's being observed and she's being watched And it makes her feel a little bit insecure. And that's not the real purpose of it to make her feel insecure. But it's really like, I'm the selector. That's what it sub communicates. See, the thing I like about this is there's a lot of things that sub communicate, which means communication below the communication. So when you're talking to her, and I'll do this too, is I'll kind of like look all over her face, like I'm really analyzing her attractiveness. And then that makes her feel like, oh shit, I'm under the scrutiny of this guy. And then what does that say? It says, I'm the selector. So like while she's talking, I'm always a good listener. I maintain nice eye contact. I'm always listening, but sometimes I'll just kind of look around her face or look at her outfit. And she's thinking, oh God, he's analyzing me. Oh, I'm on stage. Oh, I got to dance for him. I got to perform. And you'll see this in her, she'll start kind of like trying harder to impress you. So this is really powerful. All right, the next one, and I don't even know where the hell we are now. Let's just say we're on number six. The next one is to tell a story. And telling a story, as I've spoken about in previous podcasts, is so unbelievably important. Definitely check out that episode, Storytelling. Oh, my God, it's so powerful. And also on that note, and I didn't write this one down either, but I was just at the bow range where you shoot your bow and arrow, and they have this card that they stamp, right? So every time you go in, it's called Liberty Firearms over here in Colorado, and they have an awesome bow range. They have like rubber elk that you can shoot at. It's, it's fucking sick. So I go in there a lot to practice my bow shooting for the hunting season, which is coming up in September. And so I walk in and they have this punch card, right? So it's every time you come, they punch it. And so I get my final punch and it's like, you need 12 times. So I'm like, I say to her, I'm like, so do I get my free burrito now? And she starts cracking up. And I was like, so tell me, I don't even, I don't even pay attention. How much is it? to come to this range. And she's like, it's $2.50 per session. I'm like, $2.50 per session. And I just carried this heavy-ass card in my wallet for freaking eight months to get 12 different stamps for a free session that literally cost $2.50. And she kind of laughs. She says, yeah. And I'm like, do you understand how much that heavy card in my wallet screwed up my hip? It totally made my hips off balance. Now I got a bad hip. I've been walking around like an old man thanks to this stupid card. And she's cracking up. And that's kind of the way to be able to drop banter and charisma to make girls attracted to you. Because when they're laughing, laughing is akin to attraction. I mean, it's not the same thing exactly. Not all comedians are wanted by women, but it's one of the elements of attraction. So being able to be funny in that way is really important. All right, another thing I do, which is totally unconscious, I've been doing this for years, is I stare at women's mouths when they're speaking. And this is powerful to do on purpose if you don't do this naturally, is when she's talking, just kind of look at her mouth. And I always catch myself doing this and it's just natural for me, but it turns them on. Because when you're looking at another person's mouth, specifically somebody of the opposite sex to which there's attraction between you, it communicates you wanna kiss them. So I always just like stare at girls' mouths and I don't even half the time want to kiss them, but I can tell they're getting way more attracted. They start moving in. They start feeling me a lot more. And I just do that naturally. So try that out, stare at a woman's mouth while she's talking. Giving her a nickname. This is gonna be my final one. I'm actually gonna make a, uh, another episode about this stuff cause I got tons more written. And um, I know we're we're about 20 minutes now. So I'm gonna do another episode later, but giving her a nickname is so powerful guys and I do this all the damn time. Some of the nicknames I give girls is dum dum, little girl, itty bitty, tiny tatanka, tiny dancer, pip squeak, cutie, pocket Size satan, crouton crumble, etc. So anything that communicates being small, being cute, anything like that uh, I love giving girls those names. And I only call them dumb, dumb, by the way, when I know they can take a joke. Because a lot of girls, as you guys have found, get butt hurt super easily. Like they're so sensitive, right? It's like, dude, relax, especially on the dating apps. God, some of those chicks are fucking touchy, dude. Like you do one little joke and they come completely unpeeled. So if you're like, what's up, you fucking sea donkey? How you doing? Too bad you're so cute because you're so fucking fat. Right? That would be bad. And by the way, that's an opener that I do. I'll give you guys Um, on the online dating platforms. You say, too bad you're so cute, but so fat, right? Too bad you're so cute, but so fat. Now you guys are sitting there scratching your head. What? You would say that to a girl? Yes. And then you follow up and say, far. I meant far. So if she's geographically unattractive, Carlos, big nod to you. You taught me that one, geographically unattractive. If she's geographically unattractive, meaning she lives far, you say, dude, it's too bad you're so cute, but so fat. And then you immediately text back or wait a few minutes to text back, far, I meant far. Cracks them up every time. Lately too, (laughs) I wrote one of my girlfriends, she did something, she did a favor for me. And I said, thanks, you're the beast. Thanks, you're the beast. And I meant best but I was doing voice prompt and it just wrote beast. So I thought that was pretty funny. So now I'm doing that on purpose. Thanks, you're the beast. (laughs) I think that's awesome. And then then a few minutes later, I'll do like a star best, right? So that's something you can do. All right, boys, that's been 10, probably more like 12 or 13 different kind of high value things you can do with women. If you're a guy who struggles with women and you're ready to get this part of your life settled once and for all, and you want to learn all the attractive techniques that I've collected through my 15 years of experience, if at the same time you want to better your life, reprogram the bullshit in your head, kind of master the art of living by putting in new programs in your head that are not only going to be conducive to attraction, but are also going to make you more money, give you more happiness, make you less stressed, less anxious, make you sleep better, get over all the bullshit traumas you've had in the past and really allow you to become the man that you were born to be, then hit me up, brother, because you know what? I feel that if you listen this far into the podcast, you and I probably jive. I'll probably like you, we'll probably get along. I always do when I get on these breakthrough sessions. And then you and I will talk about whether or not you're a good fit for the program. We'll talk about your issues. We'll just be like two homies around the campfire or two homies on the couch watching some football, either American or English. And we'll see, man, whether or not I can actually help you. So don't be shy. If you're interested in that, hit me up, coachmarksing.com. Fill in the application and you and I will set up that free call together. All right, gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. I drop podcasts on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So make sure to stay tuned for the next one and I will see you in the next episode.